Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Bellingham, Washington to Billings, Montana, and from Seattle, Washington to wherever it is you may be listening, welcome to GNAC Insider, your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. I'm Robert Lowry. A little bit later tonight, Daniel Holmberg, a Seattle Pacific women's cross-country star, is going to join us. We're also momentarily going to talk with Emily Nelson from the Western Washington women's soccer team. Lots of news from around the GNAC. We'll tell you about that. Take a look at last week. Take a look ahead towards the coming week around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference and talk to you about that as well. I'm certainly glad to have you along for this edition of GNAC Insider. And as I mentioned just a moment ago, Emily Nelson, soccer standout for Western Washington University, is joining us now, senior defender out of Puyallup. But she is also the 2019 GNAC Women's Soccer Defensive Player of the Year. So welcome to GNAC Insider, Emily. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, let's talk a little bit about that, that high honor. Now, you were first team all GNAC this year, first team all GNAC mm-hmm. last year, honorable mention back in 2017, and then this year the defensive player of the year as well. That's, that's, uh, those are some pretty, pretty heady individual honors. What do you think yeah. led to you getting that defensive player of the year award? Oh, I mean, um, first of all, getting that award, it was so humbling and such a great honor to be able to receive that. And honestly, um, it is an individual award, but it, it really just comes down to my team. Like, um, one player doesn't make a team and without, um, my back line and my mids and my forwards, it, it never would have uh, been a possibility for me to get that. Um, so, you know, we lift each other up and uh, my team was able to lift me up and I'm so grateful for that. You anchored a, a Vikings defense that allowed just eight goals this season of 20 mm-hmm. matches, just eight goals. You also recorded nine shutouts on the way to claiming the GNAC championships and you outscored during the regular season your GNAC opponents 45-3. to three. So not only did mm-hmm. you stop goals, you also scored a lot of goals. You, you talk about the, the, the teamwork and the, and, and, and the work of your, your other position players back there defensively. What do you think mm-hmm. allowed this unit to gel so cohesively and be such a, well, what became a, a shutdown unit? Yeah, well, um, it's been a long time coming, honestly. Um, the back four that we started with in the beginning of the season were all seniors, even a redshirt senior. So we've been around um, this uh, community for four years, and we've been working um, with amazing players from the past, Emily Webster, Sierra Shugart, learning from them, like um, uh, tweaking our game in just like any way we can, and just like setting a tone for the team. And then – Later in the season, when injuries happened, uh, you know, our freshmen really stepped up. They saw how we were playing. They, they're also learning, and 
they just um, were exactly what we needed. And so it's just a combination of uh, being a part of this program for so long and just uh, the legacy of hard work and grit that's been with this uh, team for so long. Yeah. Well, this year, the Vikings win the regular season title with a 12-0 and mark in the GNAC. You go 16-2 mm-hmm. and overall. Then you won the GNAC championship with a 2-1 win, an exciting win over Seattle Pacific in the championship match on Seattle Pacific's own field this past Saturday. What was what yep. was that game like? A two to a two to one victory to to win the GNAC uh, championship. Yep. Well, we knew it was going to be a hard one coming in. Uh, third time playing a team, it's always it's a little bit of a mental game. And obviously, well, the game started off how we wanted it. We were pressing very well, a lot of chances on goal, but you know, a mistake or mishap, it it didn't go the way we wanted. So we went down a goal. But um, if you remember we immediately right after that goal happened got together um we told ourselves that we were playing well we needed to continue to play well not freak out do the things that we know that we know how to do and it was really just a self-fulfilling prophecy we knew we were going to win that game we knew that we were going to come out on top and everyone just grinded it was a total team effort and once uh jordan bartleson got that goal we knew that we were well on our way and that we could do this and then carly finished us off and it was it was it was amazing. It was so great to be able to end uh, my senior year the same way I started um, coming into this program. Since we also uh, went undefeated in season and came out with the GNAC uh, trophy, um, came full circle. When when you leave this Western program, and you've still got matches to play, which we're going to talk about in a moment, but yes, yes. is there a certain a certain legacy that you and and other fellow members of the of the senior class want to to leave for the? And you already talked about some of the talented freshmen playing for the Vikings. That you want to mm-hmm. see them continue? Yeah, um, you know, just knowing that absolutely nothing is given to you. Um, stepping on the field every day and knowing that you can get 1% better in any part of your game. Um, yeah. Grinding for every ball um, and just believing in yourself and having fun. Like uh, the Western team has been the biggest blessing in my life and it's been so much fun and it is what you make it. And yeah, I just hope that our freshmen um, this year and um, all the players that are to come and sophomores and the juniors that we're going to be eventually leaving behind um, will continue that uh, tradition and that mindset uh, throughout the next however many years. Yeah. We're talking with Emily Nelson, Western Washington University women's soccer senior, the defensive player of the year in the great Northwest athletic conference. You, you as we mentioned at the top uh, are from Puyallup originally uh, and mm-hmm. I understand, and we talked a little bit before we began tonight's GNAC Insider, that you're studying kinesiology uh, and pre-healthcare yeah. overall. So obviously, other than soccer, there was something about the Western Washington University that, that attracted you there uh, academically. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about why kinesiology, why pre-healthcare. Yeah, well, um, obviously going into college and looking at colleges, um, I kind of knew that I wanted to go a little bit more of the science route. Um, pre-med had always really interested me, and especially being around sports so much, um, the athletic side and the injury side of things really fascinated me. And when I first got contacted by Western, I, you know, looked at their um, possible academics and saw that they had kinesiology. And when 
I scheduled a visit. I remember meeting up with Claire Morgan, and she was showing me the campus, um, telling me about the academics that they had up here. I remember talking to Delaney Niles at the time, um, and she was also in the KIN program, and everything she was telling me about it, I remember it was exactly what I wanted to get out um, of my education at college. And at the end of the tour and at the end of um, my time up at Western, um, when I was up there for the weekend, I it kind of dawned on me that, like, even if I didn't come here for soccer, I would want to come here for um, for, for um, academics. And honestly, I think I made the right choice because after I committed, which was way back in my junior year, all of my friends who are also into the same things as I am and value the same things as life um, in life as I do, they also came here. And so it really just like everything clicked. And I love soccer so much and it is a huge part of my life, but I truly believe that if um, I hadn't had continued that in college, I definitely would have come here just for academics. All right. When you talk about academics and we talk about pre-healthcare, where do you see yourself in the future? What career field is going to be the one where Emily Nelson is going to uh, further her, her legacy? Yeah. So, um, you know, I've done a lot of thought about that and uh, grad school, you know, it's looming in the future and you have to think of that um, beforehand. Uh, And I've really been focusing on occupational therapy at the moment, um, you know, I've been exposed to that um, a lot. My mom was is actually an elementary school teacher, and so when I went to elementary school, um, I'd always be at the school beforehand with her. And uh, there's a very kind lady who was an occupational therapist at her school, and so I would spend a lot of time with her. And so I had a lot of experience there um, in that setting. And I just um, find it a very interesting field where I can work anywhere. I can work with athletes. I can work in hospitals. I can work in a school setting with children, um, and I think it could take me anywhere, and that's what uh, interests me most about that program. Mm-hmm. Well, for, for mm-hmm. lots of reasons, the healthcare industry is really booming and, and changing, and you're mm-hmm. certainly going to be in the right place at the right time in terms of being in a career that is going to be one that I think will be fulfilling and certainly will be a long-lasting one as well. Well, let's get back yes. to soccer for just a second. The Vikings, the GNAC team of the week after recording that 2-1 victory in the GNAC championships. They've earned the number three seed in the West region for the 2019 NCAA Division II Women's Soccer Championships. Vikings going to take on mm-hmm. sixth-seeded Stanislaus State in the first round. This coming Friday morning, 10 a.m. Uh, that is actually going to be played at Sonoma State I know you were practicing earlier today to get it ready for the Stanislaus. Mm-hmm. What do you know about them? What challenges are they going to present to you on Friday? Yeah, you know, um, well, we like to go into every game, especially in the postseason, um, playing every team like they are the number one team in the nation, that the game we're playing is the national championship game. So just so if and when we get there, um, we've already played that game, you know, two, three, four times. Um, they just the fact that they're in the tournament means that they are a good team and that we are going to have to play to the best of our abilities um, and pull all the stops. Um, I also think playing on the grass field will be a little bit of a challenge, but honestly uh, just the Western program, we really pride ourselves in being able to adapt. And so um, I think that's uh, an advantage of us going down so early to try to get used to the grass field. Um, But yeah, it'll be a, it'll definitely be a good game. We're excited to come out um, and really bring the fight to them. 
You mentioned something interesting, uh, playing down there at Sonoma on a grass field, and you, of course, play up there in a beautiful turf facility in Bellingham. But uh, before we began tonight's GNAC Insider, you and I were talking. I said, I thought you had played on this field before, and you say you did. What were your uh, memories of playing down there at that Sonoma State grass field previously? Well, it's some good memories. Um, It was actually, like I was telling you before, it was my first game as a uh, a Viking, a first preseason game. I remember traveling down there as a freshman. I remember like a few days before, I didn't even know if I was going to travel. I didn't even know if I was going to play. I remember stepping on the field as a sub and being absolutely terrified of messing up. Um, But the game went well. Like uh, everyone around me, I felt so um, supported and like I knew what I needed to do because my coaches had prepared me for that moment. Um, it, it's some good memories. Um, we played very well. It was actually our only tie of the season um, when we went 24-0-1 and won the national championship back in 2016. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited to go back to that field, kind of revisit where it all started um, for me, at least. Kind of going full circle for you. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, no, it definitely would be fair to say that. Um, mm-hmm. and I know my other uh, seniors uh, from my class are excited to go back as well and kind of revisit some old memories. Well, Emily, it's been an absolute delight to speak with you tonight here on GNAC Insider. I want to wish you a lot of well continued success, not only on the soccer field, but in your in your upcoming career as well. Uh, I know you're going to play well this coming Friday. Represent the GNAC strong. I know you're going to do that, and uh, hopefully uh, yeah. you're going to be able to uh, just continue well past this coming Friday and that game to be played against Sonoma State. So good luck in that. Play well, and I hope we'll have the opportunity to talk again. Yeah, thank you so much, Rob. Emily Nelson joining us tonight from Bellingham, soccer star and the 2019 Great Northwest Athletic Conference Soccer Women's Defensive Player of the Year. Well, we're going to switch gears a bit from women's soccer. We're going to go to women's cross country. Daniel Holmberg from Seattle Pacific University will join us and much more when GNAC Insider resumes right after this timeout. Why choose Western Washington University? Go to school in one of Outside Magazine's dream towns, minutes from both the mountains and the sea. Ranked by U.S. News and World Report as the number one public master's granting university in the Pacific Northwest the number one producer of prestigious Fulbright scholarships in the nation among public master's granting institutions. The number one medium-sized school in the nation for graduates who join the Peace Corps. Western Washington University. Active minds, changing lives. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. And before our next guest, joins us on GNAC Insider. Time for us to go around the GNAC from this past week. In Portland, Oregon, Matthew Martin was named the new director of athletics for the Concordia Cavaliers. He's going to assume his new post on December the 9th. Alaska Anchorage volleyball stunned Western Washington again on Thursday in a five-set thriller in Bellingham. The Seawolves' sophomore setter, Ellen Floyd, was named the ABCA Division II Player of the Week. A native of Pensacola, Florida, Floyd recorded 91 total assists and led the Seawolves in digs in UAA's upset of nationally fourth-ranked Western on Thursday and then knocked off regionally eighth-ranked Simon Frazier on Saturday. Quite a weekend for Alaska Anchorage. 
Now, despite that loss, the Vikings still remain at the top of the GNAC standings with a 16-2 and record, but the Seawolves are now right behind at 15-3 and as they head into the final week of the regular season. Staying up in Anchorage, both the Seawolves men's and women's basketball teams are off to good starts in the 2019-2020 campaign. The men are 5-1 and one on the season, the women a perfect 3-0. In Burnaby, British Columbia, the Central Washington football team defeated Simon Frazier 51-14 on Saturday to claim his share of the GNAC title. Sophomore quarterback Christian Moore was named the Offensive Player of the Week after he finished with 258 yards of total offense and was responsible for five touchdowns. And the men's and women's soccer all-conference team, they are both out. Western Washington's Carly White was named the player of the year on the women's side, while St. Martin's Brandon Madsen was selected as the player of the year on the men's side. If you want to check out the complete all-conference list, it can be found at GNACsports.com. We'll be back. We'll have our guest, Danielle Holmberg from Seattle Pacific. She'll join us when GNAC Insider resumes right after this timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Now is the perfect time to enjoy a romantic stay at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Book a lake tower room with a cozy fireplace and world-class view of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Take advantage of Beverly's renowned wine cellar and five-star dining. Or enjoy the resort's many luxury amenities, including our award-winning spa, indoor pool, and fitness facility. You just can't beat the view from the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Packages start at just $189. To book your getaway, call or visit cdaresort.com. Seattle Pacific University is a premier Christian university where each year 4,000 students catch a vision for making a difference in the world. All across the globe, SPU graduates are making an impact in medicine, technology, athletics, business, education, music, theater, and more. SPU is dedicated to outstanding scholarship and thoughtful faith. It's a powerful combination that brings about change in the lives of graduates and in the people and communities they serve. Seattle Pacific University, engaging the culture, changing the world. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, and it's my pleasure now to be joined by Danielle Holmberg, Seattle Pacific Women's Cross Country star, a junior from Eagle, Idaho. Danielle, thanks for joining us tonight on GNAC Insider. Thank you so much for having me, Rob. It's great to be on here. Now, you finished in fourth at the GNAC Championships in Billings, Montana, 22.02 and a half. You finished in second at the West Region Championships in Monmouth in 2049.5. And with that, the Falcons and you earned an at-large selection to the NCAA Division II Cross-Country Championships coming up Saturday uh, down there in Sacramento. I want to talk about you specifically. You knocked off a, a significant amount of time between the GNAC championships and the West region championships. Talk a little bit about how you were able to increase and, and what, what the difference was between those two excellent times. 
Well, the first thing that comes to mind is our conference race was in, in Billings, but the day of it had snowed quite a bit. So I think that contributed to the time that I that I raced um, in Billings. But as far as the race in Monmouth at regionals, um, my mindset going into it was just more of one of trying to be able to race where I belonged. And I don't think I expected quite as fast as, as the time that I ran, but um, I'm certainly thrilled with it. Where does that rate in terms of your of your personal best at 2049.5? Yeah, that's a I think that's the best time I've ran in college. Okay. Now, my understanding is that uh, you you're running this season better than you have and you're only a junior there, but uh, this year you've also included the, a top 25 finish at the Capital Cross Challenge and ironically enough that's going to be held on the same course as this week's national championships. I find, I find an ironic twist in that. When you hearken back to that previous race down there, that, that was a nice finish. Talk a little bit about the course and how you ran that day. Yeah, the course is actually a really nice one to run on. I'm excited to go back there. Um, as far as what that means, I think going forward into nationals, um, just being able to con- continue to show up during the races like I did at the Capital Cross Challenge and just being able to take advantage and respond well to the competition down there. Yeah, well, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be really, really. When do you head down to Sacramento for that uh, Arcade Creek course uh, event? We head down this Thursday afternoon. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to you to to have the the Falcons uh, be able to be an at-large selection as well? Oh, I'd say it means everything. I'm I'm honestly I would say I'm not anything without the gals that I run with. They just mean so much to me, and I'm so glad that I get to finish the season with them. It it wouldn't have felt right if that hadn't been the case. Yeah. Now, as I understand it, Seattle Pacific finished eighth out of the 40 teams that competed at that earlier event down there. From that event to this one, where have you improved individually, and where do you think the team has improved collectively? Daniel, did I lose you? Well, Daniel Holmberg, we had joined us here just a moment ago from Seattle. She, of course, is uh, getting set to participate at the NCAA Division II Cross-Country Championships this Saturday down there in Sacramento, California. We will try to reestablish connections with Daniel here in just a moment. As we try to redo that, we will now take a look at this week, what's going to happen around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Two men's basketball games are in action right now as St. Martin's is hosting Capilano while Northwest Nazarene is playing at the College of Idaho. You can check out the live stream of either of, or both for that matter of those games along with stats after the show at the GNAC website. Now, as we head into the final week of the GNAC volleyball regular season, a champion has yet to be crowned. Western Washington will look to finish strong this week with matches against Central Washington on Thursday and Northwest Nazarene on Saturday. The Western Washington men's soccer team will head to Texas to face third-seeded St. Mary's on Saturday at 3 p.m. Pacific in the NCAA Division II Men's Soccer Championship. 
The Vikings are the number six seed in their regional bracket. The women's soccer team from Western Washington earned, as we mentioned, the number three seed in the West region of the NCAA Division II Women's Soccer Championship following a win at the GNAC Championships. The Vikings will play the number six seed in the region, Stanislaus State, 10 a.m. Friday, again, at Sonoma State University. Five GNAC teams and five at-large individual qualifiers will compete at the NCAA Cross-Country Championships Saturday in Sacramento. Joining Daniel Holmberg and the Vikings, or the Falcons, we should say, in the women's race will be Northwest Nazarene, Alaska Anchorage, and the Western Washington Vikings. The Western men, they also qualify. And remember that for the latest in the GNAC, you have to go to GNACsports.com to find news, stats, standings, and everything else. You can also connect with the GNAC through social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GNAC Sports. We're going to try to reconnect now with Daniel Holmberg in Seattle. Daniel, can you hear us again? Yes, I'm back. <laughs> okay. Well, sorry about that. We were in the midst of our, our conversation and what I was talking about, uh, about the Falcons getting set for the, uh, for the upcoming championships down there. How has this team and how have you improved through the course of the season from the earlier race there to, to where you are now getting set to head into the championship event? As far as personally, I'd say that I've grown a lot this season as far as just um, trying to take advantage and really just, I think, better run how I'm supposed to run. Just fully um, embracing the confidence of who I am meant to be as a runner. Um, As far as the team, um, we've definitely improved as far as um, just our cohesion and just as well as working together. Our best race as a team was probably regionals this a couple of weekends ago, which was really exciting. Yeah. Now, my my uh, my my researchers have told me that you started running with a, a girls on the run program as a fifth grader. Tell me a little bit about that program that uh, that encouraged you to to again then start cross country in middle school. Yeah, um, it's funny to think about that just because it feels so long ago. But um, I think it was the fall, the fall of fifth grade and just decided to join this program and ended up having a lot of fun through it, so much so that I ended up joining the cross-country team in middle school. So, And then I've just been running ever since. What is it about running that, that you find so satisfying or enjoyable? Um, I think it's a really sweet way to um, – just be able to note the growth that happens over the, oh, just over the years that you kind of live, I guess. Um, it just also sweetly parallels the faith that I have um, and just my growth in that as well. Yeah. Well, along with that, you're, you're majoring in psychology there at Seattle Pacific. I understand you probably do a little self-psychology because you write something inspirational on the back of your hand before a meet. Is that true? And, and give me an example of something that you, that you may write there. Yeah. So um, usually for every season, I actually end up picking a verse. Um, and that's what I usually write on the back of my hand. And um, it's just one that kind of reminds me of, just kind of where I feel like God is calling me to grow in that coming season and just kind of something for me to hold on to during races. So is it, is it one inspirational verse uh, for the season or is there one for every race? It's one verse for every season. Okay. 
Out of Eagle, Idaho, as we mentioned, uh, running for Seattle Pacific, what was it about Seattle Pacific that lured you from Eagle, Idaho, all the way to Seattle, Washington? Well, um, I knew that even back in high school, I really wanted to have a smaller um, private Christian school and um, wanted to stay in the Northwest. So it ended up up narrowing it down quite a bit. (laughs) Yeah. And psychology is the degree you're after. Where do you see yourself going with that degree when you're uh, running and your collegiate uh, academic career is in the, in the rearview mirror? Um, I'm still exploring what it looks like, but I guess right now what I've been thinking of a lot is school psychology, which is basically trying to help um, advocate for students who may have special needs and just trying to get them the help that they need in schools. In Washington or back in Idaho? Um, I'm not sure yet. I guess I'm fairly open-minded on where that is. Yeah. Well, again, uh, those type of uh, those type of employees are, are, are desperately needed at schools throughout not only uh, Washington, throughout the Northwest, but certainly across the country and beyond that as well. Well, Dania, I, I know you uh, you want to get back to uh, relaxing and, and getting mentally set for the upcoming NCAA Division II cross-country championship Saturday down there in Sacramento. Travel safe for you and the and, and the entire Falcons squad. Uh, I know you're going to represent yourself, and you're going to represent Seattle Pacific, and you're going to represent the, the GNAC well. We're proud of you. And it, with any luck, maybe you and I will get a chance to talk during the, uh, the upcoming track and field season as well because uh, we didn't even touch on this last year. You uh, – ran in the 15 and the 5,000 at the NCAA championships, placing 18th in both. So hopefully we'll have a chance to talk to you about uh, an equally good uh, track and field season coming up here in just a few months. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Hopefully the track season is just as good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. That's Daniel Holmberg joining us tonight from here in Seattle on GNAC Insider. And well, that is going to do it for tonight's GNAC Insider. I want to thank our producer, Kaho Akau, for another job well done. Thanks to both of our guests tonight, Dania Holmberg, Seattle Pacific University women's cross country star, and Emily Nelson, Western Washington women's soccer standout. And of course, thanks to you for joining us as well. Now, next week, as it's the Thanksgiving week, we will be off for GNAC Insider, but we'll be back with you a couple of weeks from now for our next edition as we take our next look at that point, uh, what's happening around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. So until we talk again, I'm Robert Lowry thanking you for joining us tonight and saying you can now consider yourself a GNAC Insider. So long for now. You've been listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.